Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Wakey Wakey Megs and Bakey. Today, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about procrastination. This is going to be a two-part episode. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about identifying when you're procrastinating versus when you're simply not ready for something. And the next episode, we're going to talk a little bit through how you can stop being a procrastinator and how you can kind of rid yourself of any anxiety that comes with the territory of procrastinating. But first, I just want to let you guys in on the fact that you can probably hear it in my voice, but I am getting over a cold. So (laughs) due to the fact that I'm also pre-recording the next three episodes, you're going to hear my voice sounding like this for the next three episodes. So um. Sorry, I apologize in advance, but it just is what it is. We're working with it. And also, due to the fact that I am pre-recording three episodes in advance, I am very well aware that I do not have any fitness updates for you today as I am not doing my scan until Friday. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to just launch a whole different episode um, maybe five minutes long, a little bonus episode where I'll update you guys on that because I want to make sure that I'm holding myself accountable and I'm not making any excuses to not follow up with you guys on how that's going. So be on the lookout for a little five minute episode, probably around the weekend or Monday, somewhere in that time frame to update you guys on how that's all going since it will not be in the next three episodes. And maybe even if I find myself with another update before my pre-recorded episodes are all published, then there will be more than one of those short five-minute episodes. So be on the lookout with all of that. I want to dive right into what today is about, which is procrastination. So actually, the funny thing is, the whole reason that this subject came to be an idea for a podcast is because I was thinking to myself how I wanted to pre-record a bunch of episodes today. Um, the reason why I'm pre-recording so many is because I have the time, and I have the energy, and I have the ideas. So to me, being that there's been so many weeks where I was short on time, and I couldn't do everything I wanted to do, I figure if I use the time when I have the time to get ahead of the game, that will help balance everything else out. So basically, as you guys know, I've been packing my schedule super full with lots of stuff. I've got my full-time job that's Tuesday through Friday working for tens. I've got all of my fitness center classes, which, you know, is Monday through Thursday, Anywhere from an hour to two hours, just depending on what I have that night. And then, of course, I have, you know, taking care of my dogs, taking care of my household. You know, those are things that I still have to do. I have to find time to cook for myself and, you know, eat healthy, all of this stuff. And then on the top of that, on the weekends, I go and I see my husband. So I have a really packed schedule and I absolutely love it. But it's because of that, that when I do find those opportunities to do a little extra to get myself ahead, I'm all about it because I would much rather get ahead and, you know, sacrifice those couple of moments where maybe I could just sit there and watch TV. Um, I would rather take that time to get myself ahead of the game so that 
the rest of this week, I can just focus on my classes and I don't have to worry about squeezing in a recording session. I don't have to worry about editing. All of it's taken care of for me already. And that is one of the biggest keys to getting over procrastination is do what you can when you can so that when you can't, it's okay. Wow, I just came up with that. That's actually kind of poetic a little bit, but now that you know why I kind of came up with this topic, I want to ask you guys a question. Is there something that you've been meaning to do or wanting to try that you just haven't done yet? If the answer is yes, let me ask you the next question. Is this because you're not ready or is it because you're procrastinating? This is how you can tell the difference. The difference is if it's because you're not ready, usually you've identified a couple of steps that you need to take that you are actively pursuing. If it's that you're procrastinating, maybe you've identified these steps, but you're doing nothing about it. That's how you know the difference. Now, there's been times where I have had things that I needed to do and I just didn't do them. That was me procrastinating. This podcast is a good example of me not being ready yet because I had everything that I needed to start this podcast about maybe 11 months before I actually ended up starting it. But in that meantime, I was actually doing a lot of research and I was... um learning a lot of things, and then I found an opportunity to launch on November 11th, aka 11-11, so then I gave myself that goal, you know, I think it was September, it was August or September, I said, okay, it's do or die, I need to have my shit together by November 11th, because that is when I am releasing my first episode, and then I did it, but let me just tell you, I used to be the queen of procrastination, Let me put it to you this way. It took me six years to get my associate's degree. (laughs) And it's because I took my sweet ass time. And if any time that there was an opportunity to maybe take a break from class for a little while, I would take it. A lot of times it would be I had to update my FAFSA and I would just completely put it off because I didn't want to be in school. So, I mean, that's just a little example of one of the ways I would procrastinate. But here's the thing with procrastinating that's really harmful and damning to us is that a lot of times it creates anxiety, whether it's just something small at your household. Maybe you slept in really late and you had a bunch of things that you wanted to do that day. And now that half your day is gone and you still have all of those things on your plate, I can't speak for all of you guys, but whenever I find myself in that type of situation, that is exactly when my anxiety is triggered and I just feel so stressed out. But at that point, you're so overwhelmed that it's almost like you don't know where to start and you just kind of procrastinate again. And I'm here to tell you, if this is something that you experience, you're not alone. You are not alone. But I'm also going to tell you that the only person that can pull you out of that is you. You have to find that will to get up and get shit done. And if you don't, it's only going to pile up more and more and more. And you're going to get further behind. And it's going to prompt you to want to procrastinate for longer. So the best thing that you could do is get up, 
and do what little you can, even if you have to break it down into smaller steps to make it feel like you're accomplishing more. Do what you got to do. What is it they say? I'll put some gangster rap on and handle that shit. Hey, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. But I'm here to tell you that sitting around on the couch watching TV, I know this from experience, is literally going to get you nowhere. And I'm also going to let you know from experience that sitting on the couch watching TV after you've accomplished everything that you set out to accomplish that day is so much more rewarding. I know that the couch and the TV is tempting and I think it is totally 100% okay As a matter of fact, I recommend it to people to have at least one day out of your week or out of your month or whatever where you just lay around and you don't do jack shit except for watch TV. I did that over this weekend because I was sick. I did that on Friday and I did that on Saturday. Um, I called into work on Friday because I was feeling under the weather and that is what I did instead is I rested and I watched TV and I am okay with that. But now... I am right back to it's go time. You know, I have my class tonight. I'm recording some episodes. My house is already actually clean because I did that Saturday because I was feeling better. So um, now that I have the opportunity to do extra, I'm doing extra so that later on in the week, I don't feel this, you know, burden of having to crunch for time and get this done last minute. I have spent so much of my life doing things last minute, and it is so stressful doing things last minute, guys. Sometimes, I don't know, maybe if that's more effective for you to do it last minute because it's that motivation that you need. Um, I'm pretty sure I've referred to that before as a deadline-induced panic. Um, maybe you work better under those circumstances. I know for a long time it was I worked better under those circumstances, but... Um, It feels a lot better to get things done ahead of time and plan ahead because, you know, that extra time you think you're going to have is not always promised. Things come up all the time. So when you know you've got the time, take care of shit because it might not be there later on in the week when you think it's going to be there. So or, you know, if you are married or you've got kids, you know, they can always change the circumstances, too. You know, maybe your in-laws decide to drop in on last minute on Thursday and your house isn't clean because you didn't do it when you were supposed to earlier in the week. And, you know, the list goes on and on and on of how it can backfire if you coaxed yourself out of taking care of things when you should take care of them. I can't speak for all of you, but I can speak for myself when I say that ever since I can remember, I've always had this little impulse inside me that tells me to get up and do something. And a lot of times I used to completely ignore it. You know, this impulse used to say, get up, clean the house, get up, exercise, get up, go do this, get up, go do that. And for the longest time I ignored it. But that was that was basically my body telling me what I needed to do. That was, you know, some kind of signal telling me, hey, you have shit you gotta do, get up and do it. But what I would do is, it's like the impulse was inside me. The energy was there to do it. And somehow, for some reason, I would talk myself out of it. And I don't even know why. And then before I knew it, the time had come and passed. The impulse was no longer there. I waited too long and it was like, well, this chick's not going to listen to me. So I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to take a nap or whatever. But 
I think it's really important that we start to listen to that little voice that's telling us to to have those impulses. I don't know what it, what it is. I don't know if it's our inner self or if it's our body telling us what it needs. I don't know if it's our subconscious that knows that we need to do certain things and it's trying to signal us to do them. But and and maybe you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Maybe you've never had an impulse telling you to do jack shit, but I know for me, that is an impulse that I used to ignore all the time. And now I do not ignore it now. I mean, that impulse is exactly why I'm recording extra episodes today. That impulse is exactly why I cleaned on Saturday. You know, that impulse is responsible for a lot of things that I do. I'm not saying it's good to be impulsive all the time. I'm just saying follow certain impulses that are trying to help you get things done. If you're at work and you have a certain impulse to jump on something and get it done, get it done. That impulse is there for a reason. It is trying to help you accomplish the things that you set out to accomplish. When we silence that impulse, we are not doing ourselves any favors. We're setting ourselves behind and we're setting ourselves up for failure. And I don't know if it's possible, but I feel like over time that impulse might just go bye-bye. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. If you guys have this impulse, please, by all means, I would love to hear about it because I want to know if I'm the only one with this impulse or not. But um, I'm really grateful for this impulse because it has helped me to achieve a lot of stuff. And I think the anxiety that I used to feel used to be from going against this impulse. This impulse was trying to get me to be productive and I was literally choosing to ignore it. And if you think about it, this might be to blame for why some of you guys feel anxiety as well. You have these things you want to do in your day to be productive and instead you actively seek to do something else that is completely not productive. We all have these days. We're not perfect beings. Um, You know, it's going to happen, but that's why I also say that when you have the energy and the drive to go out there and get it, do the extra. Go the extra mile. Because to me, that helps to, you know, cushion the blow of the days where you don't feel like doing as much. A good example, you know, I went ham sandwich at the gym all week last week. But you know what? I went to the gym yesterday and I barely even wanted to do the bare minimum. I went there all, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, wanting to whip out, you know, 15 miles on the spin bike because I'm doing this challenge for our veterans and um, I'm supposed to do 250 miles on a spin bike by the end of the month. And I had every intention yesterday of whipping out 15 miles of that. You want to know how many miles I actually did? Seven. Now, seven's nothing bad. I mean, that's still better than zero. But the way I justify that to myself is, well, I had a day where I didn't feel like doing as much. I counter I counterbalance that by doing more on the days where I feel like doing more. I don't let that extra energy go to waste when I have it. And I'm acknowledging of the fact that that extra energy and and motivation is not always going to be there. So I appreciate it when it is there and I take advantage of it when it is there. That way, when it's not, and I literally just feel like I want to do the bare minimum, I can still feel okay with that. Because 
at least I'm giving something for one. And for two, I know that I'm going to make up for it the next time when I have the energy to push through and do more. But that leads me to the next question. Is your reason for not completing something because you have no energy? Or is it because you're telling yourself that you don't have any energy? That's a huge question you have to ask yourself because a lot of times we procrastinate because we're letting that inner bully tell us that we can't do something. That was a huge reason why I didn't accomplish a lot of the things that I set out to accomplish growing up. There was a lot of things I wanted to do with my life. We've talked about some of them, but I talked myself out of it. I procrastinated for far too long because I let myself get so overwhelmed by the steps it would take to get there that I eventually ended up talking myself completely out of it because that inner self was telling me, not inner self, I want to be very frank, your inner self is what's going to push you to do that. Your ego is what's going to tell you not to. So it was my ego telling me, you can't do this. You're not worth it. You can't make it happen. You don't have what it takes. You know, I would see these lives that all these people were living and I wanted to live that life too. And I let myself think deep down inside that only certain people were cut out for that kind of life and I just wasn't one of them. But now I know the truth is that I am absolutely one of those people. Anybody that believes they are one of those people is one of those people. But we procrastinate on trying to do anything to get to where we want to be because we're scared. We let our ego or that inner bully, that inner Karen, as I mentioned in the past episodes, we let that inner Karen tell us that we can't have what these other people have. And so we put it off and put it off and put it off. I feel like we put it off because we have this internal conflict. We really, really want something, but our ego is telling us we can't have it. And we're struggling back and forth, back and forth until finally our ego eventually wins out and we end up bagging the entire idea. Now, there are going to be times where we hold off on making a move because we want to be certain that something is right for us. But you know what? There is sometimes no harm in giving something a try just to see if it is right for us or not. How do you know if it's right for you if you don't try it out, right? Now, I will say that you have to be sure about some aspects of it because some aspects can't be undone. You know, I think back to whenever I wanted to start a podcast. I think back to what my original plan for a podcast theme was going to be. And we'll just say I'm really, really grateful that I did not go that route. I'm grateful I did not go that direction. But, you know, and that does translate to other things. I'm sure you can think of whatever it is that you want to try that you haven't leaped in to try yet. And maybe there is some hesitation there because you're unsure of something. You're unsure of one of the factors of it. Well, you can still actively move towards meeting this goal without knowing that particular part of it yet. You know, for me with the podcast thing, so what? I didn't know what I wanted it to be about yet. I could have still done my research to find out what kind of equipment I needed, where I was going to host it through, how to market it, you know, all of these things that you need to know to start a podcast. I could have been learning all of that in the meantime 
And then all I would have left to do is figure out what I wanted it to be about. And there's a lot of things out there, I'm sure, for you guys too. Maybe, you know, my mom, for example, she started an Etsy shop. Let's say she didn't know what she wanted her Etsy shop to be. You know, let's say she didn't know what her her target audience was going to be or what she was going to sell. She just knew that she wanted to have an Etsy shop. Okay, well, she could still go forward with figuring out what she has to do. She could still move forward with finding out what would be a hot selling item. You know, you can't let one small factor keep you from doing the rest of what it takes to get things done. Sometimes, you know, I think of when you're taking a test, sometimes you could skip over a question you don't know the answer to and go back to it at the end of it all when you've answered the other questions. When it comes to accomplishing a goal, you can do the same thing. If there are aspects of it you're not sure of, don't let them hold you up. Don't let them become an excuse as to why you're not moving forward. Because there's parts you can move forward with. And if you're telling yourself you can't, well, I'm sorry, but you're procrastinating. You are trying to sabotage yourself from making any progress. And once you identify that and you can work past it, you're going to become so much more successful on the other end of it. We are all capable of doing so much more than what we give ourselves credit for. So much more. And once we realize that and we tap into those abilities, that's when we really start to see the results. And that's when we really start to achieve everything that we've set out to achieve. And I really hope that this episode has kind of shed a little light on that and helped you to realize that you're a badass. You're procrastinating because you're psyching yourself out. You're believing that something is too overwhelming to accomplish Or you're telling yourself that you're not ready, but you're not taking the next steps for what it is you need to do. Or you're telling yourself that you're not good enough. It's one of the three. Procrastination doesn't just come from nowhere. It stems from some kind of fear or um, something about the task at hand that we really don't enjoy doing. And you know, I'm here to tell you, we're not always going to enjoy everything that we have to do. I mean, you guys know this just as much as I do. That's just part of life. Sometimes we got to do the things that we don't want to do, but it just sweetens the deal for us doing the things that we do want to do. You know, they kind of go hand in hand. If life was easy for everybody, then what would we learn from it? And also... If we simply just don't want to do something because we don't like doing it, I hate to tell you, but putting it off isn't going to make it any more enjoyable later when you go to do it. It's better to just rip that band-aid right off and get it done and get it over with. Speaking of getting things over with, that concludes part one of Procrastination Fuels Anxiety and Anxiety Fuels Procrastination. Please join me next week when we talk a little bit more about how to stop being procrastinators and start being the most productive version of ourselves that we can possibly be. For those of you listening today that have already mastered the art of getting shit done and procrastination is not part of your vocabulary, 
We still want to hear from you as well. Give us your tips and your tricks of how you stay productive and you combat procrastination. You can always reach out to me at www.wakeywakeymegs.com or email me directly at wakeymegspodcast at gmail.com. Either way, look forward to hearing from you. Thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode and I can't wait for next week. See ya.